If you have your Bibles tonight, turn to John chapter 4. Uh, the title of the message tonight, I entitled it Living Water. Um, John chapter 4, verse 9. This particular instance is, uh, you've probably read it before, where uh, Jesus comes to the well and the Samaritan woman uh, comes up and He asks her to give Him some water. and uh, He goes on and to tell her about some living water. So let's read there in verse 9. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water, springing up into everlasting life. Let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer and ask His blessings over the service tonight. Father, we just come to You once again, Lord. Lord, we thank You for Your presence in this place right now. And Father, You see me standing here. I'm just a humble servant. Lord, I don't really have anything to offer anybody here tonight. But Lord, I want to be faithful. And I ask, Lord, that You just uh, send Your anointing right now to help me speak boldly, help me say the things You would have me to speak, and just anoint the words that are spoken tonight, Lord, that it would be a blessing to someone. And I ask this all in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Now, I want to talk to you about this living water tonight. Um, As I was doing some reading and studying, I, I began to think about what this living water is. And um, some of the notes I read said that it is pardoning and justifying grace. And I begin to think about that, and I've always kind of thought of the living water as, as being filled with the Spirit, but when I read those notes, I I saw that it's, it's more than that. That that's, you know Because when I'm filled with the Spirit... I often need to be refilled. And so I thought, well, you know, that doesn't really fit the analogy that Jesus was using here because He said that you'll never thirst again. And there's plenty of times that I'm thirsty and I have to go back to that well for a drink. So that couldn't be what He was talking about. But as I read this example that it was pardoning and justifying grace... It, it struck me that what Jesus was really talking about, because this woman was not yet uh, saved, she didn't have salvation, He was talking about salvation. And what He was telling her was that when you become saved, you don't have to worry about running low on salvation. You don't have to worry about having to come back and be saved again because, because it's something that is birthed in you then. 
Because it's a it's a well that is is you you now have this well within you to to draw from. You don't have to go back to another well. You don't have to go looking for that salvation again because it's it's there. It's it's within you. It's something that that you now have to draw from. You know we may sin, we may mess up, and we may need to be washed again. But I don't have to go looking for a well to do it. All I have to do is go to God and say, God, forgive me where I failed you and I'm washed clean again. Turn over to John chapter 7. Just a little bit further on and Jesus gives us another example of living water. And this time He is talking about the Holy Spirit. John chapter 7 and verse 37. It says, In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So why is it He calls it rivers of living water? You know, I heard somebody say a while back, we were doing a Bible study in John, and he said that something must be full in order for it to flow. And you you look at a river... That, that river, is, is there's always water there. It has another source, and that water is always flowing. You know, he didn't say that you're going to have a stagnant pond. He said you're going to have rivers of living water. That means you have it, it has to be full in order for it to flow. What's the purpose of it flowing? So that it can it can flow into other people's lives as well. If you just had this... This stagnant pond is it's just for you. It's not going anywhere. But when you have a river of living water, when you're tapped into that source, usually that source of a river comes from somewhere higher because it flows downstream. When you're tapped into that source... There's like an unlimited supply. You know, I, I've, I've never seen a river run dry. I don't know. There, maybe there has. Maybe that's not the best example, but rivers don't typically run dry. Now, you may dam one up and redirect it another way, but that source of water is still there. When you get tapped into the right source, when, when you are plugged into the Holy Spirit and you're walking after the Spirit, as I've been telling you the past few Sundays, you've got to walk after the Spirit. You've got to stay hooked up. You know, if you go and, and hook up to that source, but then you decide, well, we're going to reroute this river another way, and, and you go build you a dam and, and build a pond over here, all you're doing is helping yourself. But when you stay plugged into that river and you've got fresh water flowing all the time, you know, it's okay to go get a drink out of a river. 
But you got to be careful what pond you go get drink, drink a drink of water out of. There may have been cows in it. But when that water's flowing, it's always fresh. Listen, when you're dealing with other people, and you're plugged into that source, that living water, you don't have to worry about there being any kind of contaminants. You don't have to worry about there being anything in that water that might make somebody sick or hurt them in any way because it's living water. It's a pure source. It's a source that's higher than any other worldly source. It's a source that, that can touch people and, and, and help them in ways we can't imagine. But listen, you've got to be full in order for it to flow over into anybody. If you're running on, on empty all the time, you can't help nobody else. I know I've told you this before, but living water is important. I want you to look in verse 38 there. He says, He that believeth on Me. First of all, let's go back to 37. He said, If any man thirst, let him come unto Me. I believe that to be salvation. He said, He that believeth on Me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Listen, salvation is... I mean. That's, that's the easy part. We can all just come to God and repent of our sins and, and ask God to forgive us and we're saved. We're good to go from there on. But listen, there's so much more to it than that. And I believe that what Jesus is telling us here is that once you come to Me and you believe on Me, I've got a lot for you. He expected us to want more when we came to Him. He said, look, you come to me and believe on me and I'll take care of the salvation part. But there's rivers of living water that I want you to, to, to encounter. I want, I want you to realize that, that if you desire enough of it, I'll put this, this thing in you. I'll put this source in you. Now think about that. Listen. I don't have to worry about where my source is. You know, if you're, look, if you're looking at a physical well, you've got to be connected to it somehow. And you can't just go off down the road and, and tap into the same well. But I don't have to worry about that with the Holy Spirit. Because, because the way God does things, you know, He, 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 does, he just does things the way He wants to. He don't worry about what kind of limitations we set on Him. And what He does is He says, you know what? So that you don't have to worry about coming back to this building, so that you don't have to worry about finding that guy that was preaching to you the other day, so that you don't have to worry about who it is you know in your life, I'm just going to put the source in you. So now, you don't have to worry about where you are or what time it is or what you've done. The source is in you. That source of living water is within you so you can go to the well anytime. 
It's there, it's ready to go, it's provided. But listen, you've got to go to the well. You, you have to spend some time at the well. You have to spend some time drinking that water. You have to spend time with God. You have to spend time with Him in, in ways that most people will never understand. Because they're casual Christians. Jesus wouldn't have told us about this living water at least two different times if it wasn't important. If this wasn't something that He knew we were going to need, if it wasn't something He knew that was going to be a concern to us, He wouldn't have wasted the time. Everything that I've ever seen that Jesus spent time talking about, especially things that He mentioned more than once, is something that's crucial to our lives as Christians. And when you look at the Holy Spirit, listen, I remember what it was like to be saved before I was filled with the Spirit. I don't want to go back there. Because, you know, it's great. I had salvation, but I lacked in so many areas. I I was just missing out and didn't even really realize it at the time, but I realized there was something else God wanted me to do, but I knew I couldn't do it on my own. Listen, guys, I'm not going to try to brag on myself at all. But when I came over here at 3.30, I had no idea what I was going to talk to you tonight about. And, you know, I couldn't do that at work tomorrow. If I had a presentation to make, I couldn't go in there uh, at an hour before the presentation and say, what do I want to talk to them about today? I'd have to have something planned out. I'd have to sit and spend probably weeks preparing this this presentation and write up my notes and all. I can't do that. Listen, but when I come over here and I get tapped into that source of living water, it, it ain't about me. I'm not a public speaker. I am nothing. But when the source of living water is present and evident in my life. It doesn't matter what Kevin Alford has to say. What it matters is what God wants to say. And when I get tapped into that source, listen, this is for you too. This ain't just because I'm a preacher. Because when you encounter somebody this week and, and they need to hear something from God, they need to hear something that's going to help them in their life, you better be tapped into that source of living water because, let me tell you, they don't care what Rhonda Alfred has to say. They don't care what Jerry Durrett has to say. They want to hear some eternal principles. They want to hear something they can grab onto and that's going to do them some good in their soul. I can tell you all kinds of opinions all day long. But would you rather hear Kevin Alfred's opinions or would you rather hear from what the eternal Word of God says. And you know, I can quote you Scripture all day long. But if it's not ordained by the Holy Ghost, and He hasn't led me in what Scripture to give you, it's probably not going to help you either. So we all need to be plugged into that source. You can can choose to just be a 
average, normal, everyday Christian, live your life or you can choose to step outside of the ho-hum and so-so. You can choose to, I almost said do great things, but really what I want to say is you can choose to see great things happen. Because it's not you that does them. Listen, I get up here every Sunday and I do my best to do nothing. I want you to understand that. I do my best to keep myself out of the way. Because I don't want you to hear what I have to say about things. I want you to hear what God has to say about things. And that applies to all of us. When you start to to deal with people on a spiritual level, you need to consciously make an effort to say, God, this is your time. This is your chance. Now, lead me in what I need to say to these people. 